Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everybody, welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. My name is Marcus Speller, that guy's Jim Campbell. Hello. That guy's Luke Moore. Alright. And that guy's Pete Donaldson. It's nearly Christmas, Marcus. Oh. Tonight is the night when four become one. It's the football ramble. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> bit of Spice Girls, Jim. Bit of Spice yeah, Girls. Also a bit yeah. of Human Centipede, though. It doesn't work, does it? What, what do you think what? of Human Centipede? Well, think about what the song means. I li- I, yeah, it's not Human Centipede. Well, if there's four of us, it could when go that four way. four become one, big circle, eating some... Sorry, Marcus. Be a little bit wiser, Peter. I'm on the Ottobatchigay! I didn't know a bit of Monday after match game there. To be fair, we're all still giddy from Bristol City's win, aren't we? Oh, <laughs> my goodness <laughs> me. Joyous. That are we, are was we as, fantastic. Are we as giddy as the ball boy who got flung around by Lee Johnson? <laughs> Practically took off. Leave it out. That kid can fly now. He's I still lo- got so much adrenaline that's going a, that's, a, that's a written warning. <laughs> <laughs> he should be st- sticking to his position there, really. Yeah. Well, it's an important job. <laughs> yeah, but actually, he said that he wanted to run on the pitch. But even in the mists of the madness, he remembered. And so and he just uh, grabbed the nearest ball boy and flinging around a bit. The ball boy looked like he had a good time, okay, yeah. so not... No, we well, had no say in it. No, no. further questions, <laughs> yeah. Your Honour. Um, like a dog with a chew toy. But you he see, was, wasn't it? But when people say, oh, in the, in, the, in the heat of the moment and so on, he still kept his discipline. <laughs> yeah, true. Didn't, to an extent, did not yeah. throw the ball boy. Kept did. his shirt on, <laughs> dropped the ball boy into the crowd. Yeah. It's, it's all fine. In, in the build-up to this game, I was a bit worried for Bristol City. Not because I don't think they're a good side, because I do, <laughs> but because the noises that were coming from Lee Johnson mm. was like, we're really looking forward to it. Yeah. I bought a special bottle of wine yeah. to have with Mourinho Very afterwards. In, in, He's my hero and all this stuff. Mm. Yeah. And you thought, if that's how you're prepping for the game, mm-hmm. we're going to be in for a shellacking. Yeah. Yeah. I know a man who might be able to take advantage of yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> well, unfortunately, <laughs> he wasn't able to, was no, yeah, I know absolutely. they made a lot of changes, but they had some talented players Definitely. playing. I mean, Pogba and Zlatan on the pitch. You know, those players have, can hold their heads up so high. It's incredible. Can I make a, make a potentially controversial point about Zlatan's goal? Mm-hmm. Keeper should have saved it. I don't... Th- well, I'll come on to that in a second. I don't actually think that was Zlatan's goal. Because if you watch it, mm-hmm. it's actually going off target. Right. And it hits 
a defender hits atoms of air, which no, which 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 deflects it closer to the keeper, which is mm. why he doesn't save it because he's outstretched yeah. and it goes right past his nose. Yep. Um, so I don't know if that should be awarded to Zlatan. I'm putting it out there. No, I know what you mean. I love the Zlatan. dubious Luke Moore panel. Well, I wouldn't like to take a goal away from him, Pete. But I'm just saying, in this case, it may right. not be his goal, although it will probably be given to him anyway. Mm. If anyone knows Zlatan, do let him know what Luke's been saying about him. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. It, it not was before Christmas. It was nice to see uh, the the veteran or the experienced Luke Steele and go ex Manchester United. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he ever played a traitor. Traitor is mm. a strong word for yeah, a maybe. guy who never, I don't think, started a league game or ever played a one. Traitor of, uh, to find other clubs and then eventually, years on, mugged them off in the cup. I agree with Jimmy. I think he should be thoroughly ashamed. Of <laughs> that would be that would be like it, had Mourinho ever said that. Well, the goalkeeper, he's, he's a traitor. Yeah. <laughs> That'd <have> been amazing. <laughs> That'd have been Mourinho. I, I thought the um, the reporting on Mourinho's post match interview. I was doing uh, the newspapers this morning on the radio, and and, and the, the reporting on Jose Mourinho's interview from Sky Sports and one or two others, I thought it was actually quite irresponsible because he said, yeah. Mourinho said, I thought they scored, they were a bit lucky, they scored in a, in a good moment for us. And that's really all he said. Mm. And he actually went on to say, I don't want to use the word luck. Yeah, we're Man United, we know how to win and we should know how to lose as well. Congratulations to them, it's a big day. And then said a few things about his own players, which was a bit of a sort of kick up yep. the backside. Mm. But a lot, of the, a lot of the media picked up on him saying that Bristol City were lucky, trying to sort of push this Mourinho's a sore loser narrative, which he is anyway. I mean, there's no need to actually yeah. make, make it up. I didn't think he was a particularly sore loser. You know, he gave, I thought he dealt with it very well. He gave yeah. Johnson a bit of a hug and a high five and all that and, yeah. and said. Did he not say it was a beautiful day for football? Yeah, he did. He, did say, he said those exact words. Yeah, yeah so I don't... He, he's got a magnanimous mask that he can put on oh, when yeah. he knows it would be sillier um, for him to just you know throw his toys out of the pram. Yeah. He's very much done that. It's just part of the, uh, part of the think, shifting faces of Jose Mourinho. I, I think the mask point is a correct term as well because I, I suspect, I don't know him, but I suspect there's a bit of an underlying bitterness with Jose Mourinho. Oh, of course. Yeah, and so um, not a controversial thing to say that, of course, but um, so, but I, 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 part of me does hope that he is on one level pleased for Bristol City. Oh, no, I think he is. I think, I, yeah. I think it would be silly not, not to suggest. But he will be fuming to lose that game of because course. obviously the League Cup has been a very special thing for him. And, well, you know, he can't, just can't defend that treble now. And mm. also, illustrious <laughs> <laughs> treble. And he's going to have to win another treble, Jim. Yeah, a different yeah. Um, if a, another one does indeed exist. Trebles all round, guys. But, but what he would want to do is he would want to stop Manchester City winning a quadruple. Yes. Which is yes. on, no matter Absolutely. what Guardiola may say, it cool. is on. Um, so very interesting indeed. I mean, Mourinho was right. Bristol City had a little bit of luck, but they played very well at the same time. Yeah. yeah. And Lee Johnson said that they played like a Premier League club. You can understand what he means. They've been going, they've been going very well in the Championship. They're up third now. Mm. They've won a lot of games this season, hence their league position. But they're an exciting side. And the two goals they scored, particularly the first one, was a beauty. Mm. And, the, and the two passes to set them up, I think it was Pack. Um, who played him in glorious the, pass? The first goal was an absolute beauty. Yes. It was brilliant. Yeah. But you know they, they've they've earned their place there absolutely because they've beaten Premier League three Premier League clubs yeah. on the way there. So they, they had a lot of momentum. They attacked the game as if it was just any game in the Championship. They played with no fear and they absolutely deserve what they got from it for approaching it in that right way, despite the reverence they were paid or the manager was paying to United before the game. Yeah, it wasn't the performance I expected after his comments. But do you think then because there's always because there is now almost a pattern in the Premier League with so-called lower league teams playing the bigger teams, where it's just they they set up to spoil. Do you think? And would you like to see some Premier League teams follow Bristol City's example and actually have a go at teams? I think so, but I think that that translates from the Premier League teams resting players, and that in in turn is what gives the uh, the Championship clubs that little boost, thinking actually yeah. we're playing Man United, but we're. St- we're sort of playing their reserve it's at the like same time. It's a bit of a leveller. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if Premier League clubs would approach it that way when playing each other. 
Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, yeah. I would like to. I would like to see a few teams take a leaf out of um, out of out of their book. I think was it Huddersfield beat Man United, didn't they? Which I think earlier mm. in the season. But other yep. than that, I'd like to see them approach it a little bit more. But it's easy for me to say. I mean, I'm not yeah. the one going to lose my job. Man City attack Man United, different. isn't it? You yeah, go, you go out of a cup. Man City went out of the midfield. They yeah. did. Yeah, they Certainly did. Yeah, didn't they? they? So and maybe you, take a leaf out of Pep's book. Are you suggesting they're one of the smaller teams? Right? <laughs> <laughs> in the in the city, they certainly are. Yeah. If you if you want to go on record as saying that you think Man City are a, a smaller team, I can put it on social media and you can have a lovely Christmas. <laughs> well, you, no, you said that you'd like other Premier League teams to have a go at Man United, you know. And then you mentioned Huddersfield, and I mm. and I rightly pointed out that also uh, Manchester City did. But there you, we are. Have you heard the it story about a, the wine? Yes, they yeah. didn't share the wine. Did they? Oh, it, it didn't happen four, in the end. No, well, it was a four hundred break bread. It was no, it did not. They, it was a no. four, they broke league cup hearts. Mm. But <laughs> Lee Johnson's dad, Gary, used to manage Bristol City, yes. and he's uh, been in the press talking about how he's got his eye on it. So you kind of got but, to give it to dad now, haven't you? But what was the reason that they didn't share it? Um, I think obviously the the result was such a sort of big one that the um, the, the pressers took a bit longer than was anticipated, and Mourinho um, Mourinho did, just got Mourinho off on. Didn't want Mourinho turned up. Didn't want to. Mourinho turned up early for his press conference. He's done this a couple of times now, where he he goes straight to the press conference, and if no one's ready, the, he walks out. Yeah, he's uh, done that a couple of times. He, he has. Yeah. yeah, there was only one journalist in yeah. there apparently. Which if you were that, that journalist, yeah. they'd be like, all oh, right. Um, should we should we just have a chat? I'd, you know? I'd like to think that Mourinho just said to Lee Johnson, "I don't feel like celebrating to be honest. I've just been beaten. wasn't expecting it. So yeah. I'm, could... I'm in a bad mood. I don't want to be drunk as well. Yeah, yeah. It, no, like... no, it works the other way. In my experience. Well, it depends <laughs> on your personality, doesn't it? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of drunk is Jose Mourinho? Let's speculate. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, uh, it, it took them long enough to get down there because they flew down on the morning of the game which is uh, quite an unusual decision. And then mm. fog came along. Lee Johnson and the Bristol boys put up a bit of fog around the city. <laughs> yeah. They sent out the fog Contactic. screen, yeah. and then they had to go to Cardiff. Like a fog flare for that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> a fog flare. I think that's, uh, that's the kind of thing that would happen in... Um, is it the, was, it, uh, in the, in the, was it in China? Where was it where the Australian side turned up? And there was loads of cars... Getting in the way of the buses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah of right. accidents, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. Guangzhou Evergrande, was it? Yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, maybe it's along those lines. Send up the phone. AVB gets very upset about that, doesn't he? Yeah, I think he, he does. Was, uh, he, we he, talked he, about it on the show, didn't yeah. we? Well, so he should get upset about um, that. Nobody you, likes fog, mate. You know, um, obviously looking ahead to the game at the weekend, Man United are playing Leicester. Mm-hmm. And um, I, put, I found a list of players who are on four bookings ahead of this weekend okay. and you can look out for them uh, on our Twitter page I've pinned the, I've pinned the tweet the, there was a long list of players quite a long list mm. but the most interesting one without question is uh, Marcus Rocco mm-hmm. who has come back into the side in the middle of November already picked up four bookings <laughs> amazing presumably looking to pick one up this weekend flights to Buenos Aires already booked uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to do what I can do. If it comes down to it, I'll just punch the ref in the last minute and get a red. <laughs> but I need that other yeah. booking. So look yeah. out for him. And um, yeah, so Leicester are currently 16 to 5 to beat United at the King Power um, this weekend. £10 with bet 365 will return £42, including stake. There we are. Mm. Leicester well, so close to beating Man City. They were. Why did they rest players, Leicester? Yeah. Yeah, it was a chance that Leicester. Leicester. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Could have got a could have got a cup, Luke. Um, we got an email actually um, on that particular uh, subject. Uh, Lee Glass, hello, Lee Glass. Mm. Um, good morning, Ramblers. Well, it's afternoon. But what are you going to do? Yeah, uh, it's a gamble I'm, when they say. Yeah, that, I know. It's probably when he wrote the email, though. Yeah, just that works. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> not only know. have you filled the studio with a beefy crisp smell, you are pointing <laughs> well, out the so obvious. This yep. is, you and have you're failing to beef pick up about on this, yourself, don't you? I have beef crisp beef with you Marcus do. every week uh, for the past three weeks. Marcus has arrived with a handful of beef crisps. You must Chowing have a, them down. You must have a hypersensitive nose, which well, for is beef. odd given your lifestyle. Because <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. I never, I never noticed that. Do you notice that, Luke? Beef. Yeah, I Can you smell to, beef? I noticed it today. Yeah. Mm. Do you have an email to read? 
Yeah, I agree yeah. with Marcus. Uh, yeah, the email says, Marcus Speller. Good morning. <laughs> uh, wait, see, I, I'm sure it won't have gone unnoticed the expert level of e- e- Christmas uh, skiving carried out by Alvaro Morata. Uh-huh. Uh, on Wednesday night, he pulled off the rarest of all moves, over-celebrated a last-minute goal in the Carabao Cup quarterfinal against Bournemouth, collect the resulting yellow card, and what do you know? League Cup bookings count in the league, mm. and you have Christmas weekend off. Yeah, you see. Yeah, that's a little bonus. Yeah, booked. He's cheeky. Very his well. wife will be very pleased, pleased because or, or his partner because she's pregnant, mm, which was right. the celebration. So he's acknowledged the pregnancy, so she'll be quite pleased about that. And he's got not only so many that, footballers done. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, not mine. <laughs> not only have I at naughty. Um, not only have I done that, I've also got a little bit of time off to spend with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, do, so. I had to remove Alvaro Morata from the list because he was actually still on the list. Because I don't think everyone noticed that he got booked later on. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's already yeah. he's already scored free. No, actually, no, he won't be, will he? Because it's a weekend game this weekend. Yeah. So we're only miss one game. Oh. So he'll be back in. He'll be back in for the following the following game. So oh, he's, he's gone. He's gone too early. Oh, I see. Silly belly. It's it's very silly. Sausage, but well, he gets a pre- he gets a pre Christmas treat. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, indeed. It was gutting for Bournemouth. It really was. Poor old Eddie Howe, you really got me about that. They're, 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 they, feel, they feel like they're up against it at the moment, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, 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 we, we talk about teams who are most likely to be relegated. I don't know if we've... I know this is obviously a cup game, but I don't know if we've really mentioned um, Bournemouth that much. And, mm. they, and, and because I think the, the press around Howe is always so positive, and, and we all know the amazing job he's done at the club, but they're one point off relegation. Mm. They can't seem to get any sort of run together at all. I don't think they've won in their last five. Or six even. We spoke so, about them at the start of the season. They they lost an awful lot of games. Yeah. Early on, they they have picked up a little bit, you know, but they're not having a good season. Well, their story has kind of been replaced with Burnley a little bit, kind of little, well, smaller club, kind of overachieving effectively. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean, and, and you wonder whether I mean, they signed Ibe for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. He's not really done much. Mm. They've obviously got Defoe him because of the, the history of him, and he needed a new club, and he, he scored a lot of goals last season, mm. relatively speaking. Neither have really worked, have they? Yeah. Mm. It's he, a funny thing with Bournemouth. You look at players, uh, you look at teams that come up and they do well and um, you know get picked apart, and as we're sort of seeing with Swansea over the years, even if they've got a really good system in place, it kind of falls apart a little bit. But you do look at Bournemouth, think, aside from perhaps Josh King, are there that many players people would be sort of like screaming to, to, to get in their, in, into their squads if... if uh, if Bournemouth went down, I think maybe they've been overachieving for a while, and sort I mean, of the the pressure of that is starting to to show. The worse it gets for Bournemouth, the more pleased I am. Slightly not because I particularly have any particular malice towards Bournemouth or against them, rather. Um, I think that it just removes those new stories about Defoe going to the World Cup. So yeah. we're fine. The worse they yeah. get, the worse Defoe looks, and we don't have to talk about that particular footballer. <laughs> the pl- players, brilliant you want, one but, down, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we don't have to talk about it? football at all. Yeah. <laughs> players you want to look out for this weekend uh, with Bournemouth. Are Harry Arter and Steve Cook both one booking away from Christmas off? Awesome stuff. There you go. We should have made like an advent calendar and as I've they got, go down, we eat I've chocolate. Got a, I've got a long list, long list here. You can go on Twitter and you can tick them off like a bingo list. On <laughs> yeah, Saturday. Yeah, I, okay. that's a, I think it's a good idea. Of course, the headline makers really down at the bottom of the table are Swansea at the moment. Yeah. Paul Ooh, Clement's gone. For the wrong reasons, Marcus. Yes. <laughs> a headline is not always a good thing. No. The, I mean, he, has, he has been given the Spanish. Yeah. And, and you know what? I find this particularly interesting because... Clement's been having a terrible time of it, and but the statement made from by Hugh Jenkins was, yeah. was you know, it, it sounded like he did, it sounded quite heartfelt, like he didn't really want to yeah, fire him, but right. he had no choice. But two reasons I find this interesting very quickly: one, because um, Swansea, I read a piece the other day talking about Angel Rangel, who's the only player left from this sort of golden time they had and, oh. and their identity, mm. and he seemed to make out that 
or, or the or the piece seem to make out that they've completely lost their identity. Like they, yeah, they, they I, don't have any sort of idea. The really fans what aren't happy. Quite exactly. And the second point is, you fire Paul Clement now. The candidates for the job, mm-hmm. the top, what you would argue the top three candidates for the job two months ago would be Moyes, Allardyce and Pardew. Mm-hmm. They've all got pl- clubs. Yeah. So you're faced with Tony Poulis or um, I know Leon Britton's taken temporary charge. He's obviously he a long-serving player there, quite, quite well-rated as a football sort of mind. Uh, or going for a lower league um, mm-hmm. manager. I don't really know what Swansea are going to do. They're going to be, I, I predict though, they're going to be caught in this rut. If Leon Britton turns it around a little bit, gets a win and a draw, they're going to give it to him at the end of the season. Yeah. Gary Monkin. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Who knows what's Not going to Not particularly back him in the, in the transfer window as well, because yeah. he's Leon well, Britton. Exactly, yeah. Well, I mean, you're absolutely right about that. Um, I think the identity thing, because it feels like, you know, the, the reason Swansea are in the position that they're in, which is, you know, traditionally way above their kind of natural um, kind of status, is because the joined up thinking at the club was phenomenal. But if you include Alan Curtis, they've now had six managers in two years. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is completely unraveled. And as we, were, as we were talking about with Bournemouth, your players get picked away. That is just the reality of the Premier League. So you have to think, even with joined up thinking, you have to think on your feet. And that is, they're just, you know, they're a little bit behind themselves. I and think we'd all agree. And if you want a, 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 a sort of a, a very obvious um, point or factor or, or a pointer that they're not um, thinking in a joined up way, mm. I think this is the third December in a row they fired a manager. Yeah. So at, at the key point in the season, Every single year for the last three seasons, they fired their match. They're, they're surviving, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But true, it, yeah. it clearly works. It, well, it doesn't, though, does it? Because you, you look at someone like Sunderland, who are a perfect example of this, where that's it, you can get away with it a few times in a row, but eventually, unless you do something drastic in terms of changing the way you play or finding an identity... Someone will have a job in the stands. <laughs> Sun- yeah. Sunderland yeah. have got a way of playing. It's just not very good. It's just not that it's an similar to football. I, yeah, I, I, yeah I, do, I do worry for Swansea. I mean, it, the problem is, you know, you, you lose sort of nine of your last 11 and you see all these stats about Clement. Mm. It's not going very well at all. I mean, he, he does deserve credit for, for keeping them up last season. But as we know, yeah. football last season was last season. Yeah, now exactly. it's this season. I mean, do you think they're aiming at, at Tony Pulis as a firefighting thing? They, well, they, 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 it, it must be beyond nobody at the club that they... They are in dire straits. Some of the reports are suggesting that uh, Pulis, I think a couple in the last, well, when was he sacked? Yesterday. People said Pulis was one of the front runners. But actually, today, at the time of recording, people are saying actually that they're not looking at Pulis as strongly as we might have thought. Giggs has turned the job down. I always appreciate Giggs uh, ruling himself out of jobs. Yeah. Um, Ronald Koeman, which might be quite ambitious. I wonder about that though, because of the money that's available in the Premier League. Jim, you know who who's who's uh, li- who's been linked this morning in the newspapers, the big unit himself, LVG. Uh, no, really? I'm being serious. Uh-huh. Oh. He's being linked in the newspaper. I did. The, I oh. said earlier, I did the newspaper roundup on the radio this morning, and more than one newspaper were linking was linking Van Gaal with the job, and um, that gives oh. him a very specific opportunity to get one over yeah. on Man United. <laughs> yeah. Because he'll have six months there, he might get a win, yeah. and, uh, and that'll be that. Yeah, oh, he'll, just, but... he'll just drop the microphone and quit at the yeah. end of that match if he does get the uh, win. I, so in, in slightly more sort of depressing <laughs> uh, news, I would be very, very surprised personally uh-huh. if, um, if it's not Pulis or Britain to the end of the season. Yeah. Sla- is... Slavon Bilic. Right. Oh, gee, yeah. They'd have, to be, mm. they'd have <laughs> rocks it? throughout their head. Well, why, why has Giggs turned it down? Uh because it's a Welsh yeah, job I, I, waiting I, I for the just, Man United I just job. don't understand <laughs> that's just... a fair question because Ryan Giggs appears to be a guy who since he left Man United and, and to be he's fair he's a managerial concept really isn't yeah, he yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. but Pete I, I would start this by saying I completely understand why he walked away from Man United because he was 
the assistant for a while. Mm. They overlooked him. And he yeah, said, and well, he, my, and he was my, working my, under Louis van Gaal. My mm. position is untenable. So yeah. I get that. But beyond that, he's basically ruled himself out of every single job. He's yeah, like, but he's like, like, oh, the water's too hot. The water's too cold. He's like, mm. he's he's the he's Goldilocks. To be yeah. honest, if he did manage Swansea, he'd still be going to Man United home games, whether Swansea <laughs> had a game or not. Anyway, so <laughs> that's 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 work. Work. he's probably asked about it, and he's got to say, no, I'm not interested. But what sort of job do you think he does, Blumen want? Just kind of being an ambassador for um, what's the t- the side they all own? Oh, Salford City. Salford City, City. yeah, Bit yeah. Of an ambassador for them. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, I, I did enjoy this that uh, Gordon Strachan reckons that the job is too hard for Pulis. Well, Strachan, got, every job is too hard for Strachan. Well, <laughs> he said that uh, Swansea they don't have the kind of the minerals that Pulis needs. They're not as powerful and as and as big as, as what Pulis likes. I wouldn't know. Thatcher shut down all the mines, didn't she? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, no, an odd thing for, for Strachan to say. I'm sure Pulis is a little sort of put out by that. But um, yeah. I, I think there's probably some truth in it. I think this is the worst squad that Swansea have had in the Premier League. Yeah. Well, Strachan went on to say, I'm sure Tony is fed up with this firefighting thing, which obviously Strachan has just said. Uh, there's much more to Tony than that, but he does that job very well. I just don't know whether Swansea have the power. So he's have, sort of tied himself up enough. Have, have Swansea got the cash though? I, I do wonder about like you know managers like Cooman and stuff. They ain't LVG like. Well, they no, just got they, they just got forty five million pounds for Sir Goodson, mm, and mm. the TV money coming. It means everybody's one striker. <laughs> but, um, this market. The pro- I, I think um, the funny thing about Strachan, uh, the, the, that's not the funniest thing Strachan said this week. Strachan is basically is he touting himself? For the, well, he might you? be, but you know he said in, in in a Scottish newspaper this week that despite <laughs> that sounds despite, like a dig, despite not taking the start of the World Cup qualifying campaign at all seriously, mm-hmm. um, then making a mockery of Scottish football in its entirety by saying we don't have big enough players, and then having a director, a sort of a centre of football excellence in Scotland, which he refused to use. <laughs> But for, for unknown reasons, he then come out this week and said, well, no one would have got more out of those players than I did. No one. <laughs> it's like, what, what are you talking about? But now, but now he's, he's applying that to other managers. So he's basically yeah. going, Swansea, don't go to Pulis. They're, they're not big enough and, and strong enough for him. Maybe he just wants Van Gaal in there like we all do. I think so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's what it is. He's doing us a good service. But yeah. whoever their manager is um, between now and January or whatever, Swansea are <laughs> two to nine favourites with Bet365 to be relegated. So £10 returns £12.22 including steak. I tell you what, Bonnie's injured for the game on the, mm. on the, the mm. weekend as well, which is, which is going to be a little well, bit of a loss. This was 5-4 last season, do you remember? Oh, it's right, an absolutely yeah. amazing oh, game. Palace, Swansea. So, yeah. yeah, That's right, so it was. But I mean, that, surely the last thing Swansea, Swansea want at the moment is to see coming over the hill Roy the boy and his men <laughs> riding in the town. <laughs> Nobody wants that now they've that got their away form on track. <laughs> that is the last thing they need. Well, <laughs> super fourth, eagles. Fourth wow, last, fourth wow, last thing. Wow. You'd fancy an eagle against a swan, Peter. Um... Yeah. yeah. What do you yeah. mean? Um, yeah. Well, they're quite violent. They're known as being quite violent. Eagles yeah. aren't. They're, they're they just both, eat for food. Both tough birds. Speaking of tough birds, Margaret Thatcher. What? <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, I don't think it's as cut and dry as you think. I think a swan would be a dark horse in that battle. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be a swan, but you know what I mean. <laughs> a dark horse meaning it wouldn't be the favourite then. No, for, maybe not. No, maybe not the Leicester City. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's time for correspondence with Peter Donald. It is cyber correspondence, speaking of Margaret Thatcher. Um, we are, let me just uh, get it up. There we go. Oh. It's up, people. It's very much up. Hello to Carlos Rodriguez, who sounds like a footballer. Yeah. I think anyone with the name Rodriguez does. What's his name? Carlos Rodriguez. Mm. Brilliant. Uh, hello, Ramblers. I really need your help. Is it just me, or is there an advert in Dutch on your 12 Rambles of Christmas? I've certainly heard one in episode 7 and 8. I'm well confused. Uh, and he ends the email basically letting us know precisely why that's happened, especially as I've just spent the weekend in Amsterdam. <laughs> 
Well, you've answered it, your own question. Well, then. we have GR Locked Adverts, guys. Yeah. Get and, with it, And Louis, Louis Van Hal wanted to do a voiceover for us. We couldn't say <laughs> no. Exactly. We no, tried, but... Nobody <laughs> denies that, man. Uh, hello to James Dawson. Uh, Luke mentioned in the Spain special, the Spain special, that the uh, three wins coincided with Pep being Barcelona manager. He then moved on to Bayern and was their manager for the 2014 German World Cup win. Therefore, it's guaranteed that Fabian Delph uh, and Phil Foden will be picking up that trophy in June. Uh, yeah. Not Mary Kyle Walker. Mentions Phil Foden. Isn't, it, isn't the trophy... <laughs> dished out in July anyway it is yeah. Yeah. Mer- but, Mer- no, but we'll, it'll, it'll be, England will be so good we'll have it wrapped <laughs> up in June <laughs> shall we just call this off this is yeah. mental <laughs> Merry Christmas to you all I'm sure the turkey will taste sweeter knowing the World Cup is in the bag yeah yeah absolutely does, I agree. Anyone, does anyone cook their turkey in a bag I reckon that would probably make the juices a little um, better Try I'm it. sure it's possible we can cook turkey's so dry bag. isn't it, it so is. I always help my mother cook the turkey on Christmas day well done and we cover it with streaky bacon and foil for a, a proportion of the cook. Right, okay. And, that, and, then, the the, and then to rest it, you turn it upside down so the juices go back through. My, that's how you keep it moist. When you say streaky putting bacon. an onion in um, does something. Right, okay. That's <laughs> yeah. good, Jimmy. Yeah. With moisture. When is your cookbook out? <laughs> Jim, <laughs> Put an onion in it. Got to be honest, mate, the, the first draft hasn't gone well. No, you, I saw I your cookbook you on updated. the shelf. It's just um, it's one page. It's a big onion in the middle. Yeah, it's, it's, just, no, it's, it's a takeaway menu. It's a turd ducking, but it's all onion. As long as you've got an onion in an onion, and there's a shallot in the middle. As long as the onion's in the house, that's fine. When you say streaky bacon, do you mean frazzles? <laughs> no, <laughs> Mo- Mother Moore would not let me get away with that. Mother Moore, <laughs> fetch me the frazzles. Mother <laughs> frazzles on a packet of Bernard Matthew. Yeah. Oh. Was it you, Jimmy, who was telling me that you had a bacon burger once, and instead of bacon in the burger, there was some frazzles? Sounds like something I'd have experienced. Oh, okay. <laughs> Somebody told me that. <laughs> We're going to talk about Arsenal and Liverpool. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. After this. I never felt this bad ever. Well, there's a bit of festive cheer. Yeah. Welcome back to the Football Ramble preview show, everybody. Oh, under the Friday night lights, Arsenal host Liverpool. Yes, a chance for revenge after they gobbed us. Yeah, what's Oxide chamberlain going to do? Another performance to mug Arsenal off again? I would think so. Like I said, the whole returning player narrative, I think that's bigger than any two clubs. Um, Kloppo um, <laughs> was bigging him up, wasn't he? He, he was. was. Saying I think... that, um, he's saying he had a pop at a little dig at Wenger, at Wenger as well. He said, um, what did he say? He said, oh, Wenger didn't get the best out of him. <laughs> well, I th- I th- if you look at the stats, that's absolutely true. And I think Oxlade-Chamberlain has to sort of 
take some of the blame for that. <laughs> to as well. which I would say, Jim, why, why single out Oxo Chamberlain? That? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think you've heard Arsene Wenger concede the title yet, mate. No, so I haven't actually. You might well eat your words yeah, a bit later. Yeah, I probably um, will. I think. Yeah, I'm. I am a little bit concerned about that. But the problem with Oxo Chamberlain at, Ars- at Arsenal was his, you know, his, his end product wasn't up to that much, and there's been a little bit of an upturn of that in the in the past few games with him. But I, th- I, th- I don't think I've seen anything at Liverpool that makes me think like, oh, we're missing no. him so much. But again, right. it's that returning player narrative, isn't it? Well, Klopp said at Arsenal they've relied on Sanchez, Ozil and uh, to a lesser extent Giroud for goals whereas at Liverpool they share the burden of Dig goal it, scoring. Lacazette. Top scorer. Um, yeah, can I, yeah. <laughs> on, on the Klopp thing I said he bigged up Oxo chamberlain He did actually also say that he thinks he needs to score more goals and, and I would echo what Jim said. He's not, it's not like he's you know, set the world on fire and you're regretting it every day. I, no. I completely agree but there, there probably is more to come from him. Um, two points on Wenger. One that um, did you see his quote the other day about Ozil? I thought, is this going to wind Which up? one was that? He was asked in a press conference whether Ozil will stay. No, I think said, we said it on the show. Didn't yeah, and we he not? said, I'm, "I think I'm confident, but what does that mean?" I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We yeah. said it on here. Yeah. Okay, throwing fine. out some weird ones about sumo wrestling. Of course, we covered that. We covered that. Yeah, Apologies. Yeah, yeah. The second point. I it's always to worth make, reiterating. Though. Second point I want to make, and maybe Jim can answer this because he'll see Arsenal a lot more than I do. Is why doesn't he just play Lacazette every game? I wish I knew that. Because um, <laughs> Lacazette is one of those players where, to be fair, sometimes he looks like he's not doing a huge amount, but then he does pop up and score. And um, I think Giroud has actually played more minutes than Lacazette, which is astounding. Weird. Yeah. Because um, my friend who goes to watch, a big Arsenal fan, goes to watch Arsenal all the time, he WhatsApp me the other day saying, do you know what? I don't think Wenger rates Lacazette. It, fe- it really feels like well, that. He's starting for the every first half of the season. <laughs> I wonder if it's like just getting up to the the pace and the speed of the Premier League because some players take a little bit longer mm. to adapt than others because he still scored goals in that time he's, but, he's been alright he scored more than a handful of goals but it's yeah. like you say some players do look they know when to get in position they know when to conserve energy Lukaku's like that to but be honest he, he walks after the match he looks a little bit behind Urza and Sanchez in terms of um, you know where he needs to be when they're doing certain things it looks like the three of them are very close to clicking but it's not quite there yet but obviously sometimes you need a goal so um, I is think that because Sanchez isn't trying at the moment uh, no, I, th- I th- don't think that's actually a fair assessment of Sanchez. Yeah. I saw him at the weekend and he absolutely busted gut. Shove your game. assessment up your um, right. But, um, you know, he's certainly not been as effective, which might show a kind of, obviously, some sort of mental dropping off. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, I, it's it's a bit of a confusing one. I, I feel this is going to be a tough game at the weekend. Um, Petr Cech could become the first Premier League goalkeeper to 200 clean sheets, but that is going to be a big yeah. ask. <laughs> I mean, that, that's not going to happen. No, I, was gonna say, yeah. I don't think how you stop I mean, he'll Liverpool get there. Not this weekend, is probably. It- <laughs> is, it, is it fair to say that Sanchez isn't sort of sticking out like a sore thumb like he did last season because Arsenal were pretty turgid at times and and Sanchez was just annoyed all the time for you know being much better than all of his teammates? Well, I don't know. Is if it just is it, that different from that? Does it just show that Arsenal are just are just playing a bit better? <laughs> I, I, well, Arsenal. I know what you mean at the moment, um, but, but I don't, yeah, I'm. Some of their football has been pretty recently in, in pockets. In well, well, this is the problem, though, isn't it? That's always the case. Mm. Well, Arsenal are six to four with Bet three six five to beat Liverpool under the mm. Friday night lights. Uh, Ten pound will return twenty five pound, including stake. Mm. There was a nice picture of the Liverpool team wearing Santa hats during their uh, their training session. They weren't actually training in the Santa hats, just to be clear that they are professionals. <laughs> uh, but it, but it was nice to see. Uh, it's also nice to see Adam Lallana coming off the bench yeah. against Bournemouth. He was booked within 10 seconds and I thought to myself, Adam, it's too late for you to get Christmas <laughs> yeah. off. Okay, you've had long enough off as it yeah. is. You're better off pret- pretending you're injured again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's would, you, would you fancy him to force his way back into the England setup? Surely he'll be Oh, very involved. much so. Very yeah, much yeah, so. Yeah. He's, always, he's always performed at that level and he'll probably presumably hit Pierce at around about the right time. But the way well, the yeah, forward yeah, players yeah. are playing though, like where do you think he comes in? I guess like obviously Klopp is going to rotate as heavily as possible in mm-hmm. January 
injury, given how the you know season went last year because yeah. of that. But um, it is a do you fair think point. He can just slot back in. It is a fair point. It depends what he fancies doing. I mean, it, it gives him another option in, in the on the front three. Although the front three are all about the pace, yeah. aren't they? And Lalana doesn't provide that in the same way that they it do. It just gives course. you a different option. I mean, you, but it gives you a different option. You look a few years ago when Man City were playing those three behind the one, a lot of those three were quite different type of players. It's just Absolutely. different challenges, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, th- I think I think it'll get brought on simply by virtue of the fact that the assistants will say, um, do you fancy doing some defending, Klopp? Do you want to bring yeah. a defender on? He'll go, not listening, la, 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 la. I'm going to bring on Adam Lallana <laughs> as, a, as an extra centre-pack, but here's the kicker. He's going to play right up there. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a charismatic yeah. movie? Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't know, you've never seen football before, obviously. <laughs> See you later. There's your bleeding Gagan press, mate. Yeah. Um, I think that... Could Lalana? I mean, would he... I don't know this would be a little bit of a change, but in the midfield three, play in front of two more defensive... Well, we'll see, won't we? I just, think, I just think, I just think he's a good, he's a good option. I'm, I'm someone who had to be convinced by the line, and I now have been. You have, yeah. And um, I just <laughs> that's think, the real quiz. I think he gives you a different <laughs> option. I, I think mm. you know, if you've got a different challenge, or, or you're managing the game in a different mm-hmm. way, twenty minutes to go, or whatever. Yeah, you, you got, you can change it yeah. around. He uh, could not be coming back at a better time for them. Yeah, that's true. Uh, better news for Arsenal uh, after that was that Stephen and Zonzi's in town to talk to Arsenal and Everton. Will it be Big Sam or Big well, Veng? He'll, he'll go to mm. Everton. You think? Well, that's just how, how it works for Arsenal, right? Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Arsenal, yeah. Will offer, Arsenal will offer more money and he'll go to Everton. No, Arsenal will offer less money, yeah, yeah, yeah. say they offered yeah. more money, and he'll yeah. go to Everton. Then come back in with a bid for less money. You again. know that like one of those flow charts? Mm. I've got one of those in my mind, but every single one of them points to him going to Everton. Well, <laughs> if it makes a difference to either Arsenal or Stephen Inzonzi, I'm up for it. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, I, like, I like the fit. He'll score the winning goal for Everton in the FA Cup against Arsenal. Do you fancy the Zons for four. Arsenal? Yeah, I think he'd, he'd provide something I think he'd be really in good. the middle at the moment. And then Everton reportedly interested in Theo Walcott. Yeah, Theo Walcott and Big Sam. is Can, the, can that be real? <laughs> He's the most un-Big Sam player. Yeah, I mean, because, he could run onto a lot of long yeah, balls. He likes but... a bit of, look at the way like Big Sam got out of Andrus Townsend sometimes at Crystal Palace. Yeah, I, I, he'd, I... he'd stick him right out on the wing. Yeah. He'd be disappointed in his crossing. Let's let's be. Yeah. Can, can I just say I don't think Big Sam is a long ball merchant. I think that's a na- I think that's a narrative that's incorrect. I think he's got much more on his. I think he's just a, an arch pragmatist. Mm. Yeah, but think, that but sometimes that means you know playing that style well, of game. He it absolutely play. has to. But I, I think now he's got the best squad of players that he's ever had. As yeah. we keep saying, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they. I mean, he's not going to play. I don't think when I see a Big Sam team play like a good example you said, Marcus, be Palace. You couldn't argue they played at times the same way as his Bolton team did years ago. Oh, that's fair. He just plays to his strengths. Actually, as well, to be fair to him, and sort of row back a little bit there, his Bolton team didn't always play like that. No. It was just something they had when they had to sort of you know dig in against the bigger teams. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, more worrying news for Arsenal um, is that uh, it would, it reportedly council inspectors have found evidence of mouse activity throughout the Emirates Stadium with visual droppings seen in the Diamond Club kitchen and across all four levels, Jim. Visual droppings? Unvisual yeah. droppings. Yeah. Unlike that Sunderland fan. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was him. Yeah, the club said measures are in place to deal with the mice. Yeah, I mean, mice are everywhere in London, aren't they? Yeah. Well, so, when I lived in, like when I lived over the road, did I have mice? No, it was quite a new building and I was on the fourth floor. Though they can climb well, got, It says here they, they, they're on all four levels, so oh, you, you need to be on the fifth level to be safe, mm. presumably. Yeah. I hope those mice are paying. I assume they I are. I hope they didn't nibble on my um, vegetarian um, samosa, not samosa, what do you call it? A burrito that I had at the weekend. Oh, right. You've already had it, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah it's nothing you can do about it now, no. pal. Uh-huh. And a burrito would be the worst type of food to be able even to de- detect it. Mm. <laughs> There's all so sorts going on already, yeah. 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 Well, it was a ve- vegetarian one, so I wouldn't notice, wouldn't I? That's no, a bit it, of meat. It was a vegetarian one. <laughs> now there's a mouse in it. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, uh, if, if the Emirates is covered in mouse shit, would it put you <laughs> off going? 
if it reduced tickets, I think I'd probably go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see a way that that could increase tickets. No. I mean, yeah. They might find a way to spin it. Well, it was, it's difficult. Yeah, well, it was their, big, yeah. Their, their big deal is it's the most expensive season ticket, but you do get Champions League matches and um, free mouse. Yeah, to take home to your children. Oh, a mouse in a majestic mouse in the wild. God, going to Sora, shoot a teacher cannon at him. Yeah. And that's how they're dealing with it. Apparently, mm. Gunnosaurus is going to go around and eat them all up. Now mm. then, Gunnosaurus is actually just loads of mice in that costume. Yeah. <laughs> right. Handing out the sugar mice. That would be nice. Um, Stoke face West Brom at home on the weekend. This is a big one down mm. the bottom end of the table. We spoke about Swansea earlier on, of course, and, and Bournemouth, but Stoke against West Brom is a huge one, especially for the two managers. Hughes, the odd report suggesting that he could be out of a job if they if they lose that one. And big Pardew, we haven't seen mm. the Pardew bounce I yet. want to talk about the pardoning. He's getting away with this. <laughs> he is the getting away with this. this. How's he getting away with this? Yeah. yeah. And, and with, with the Hughes thing, the reports today were that, as you just said, that he might be out of a job, but I saw another newspaper report today saying that he might be given money to spend in January. So yeah. we, don't, we don't know what's happening. But, but Pards, I think, do you know what? And this is going to sound like I'm massively bigging myself up, and you know I'm not all about that. No, but no. But if you just indulge me for a moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when Pards got given the West Brom job, I was away. So I don't think we hammered him as much as no, we would. No. I'm, I'm the most natural <laughs> hammerer on yeah. the show, aren't yeah. I? You gave a fist pump. And do a hammer. You, you tend that. to seethe. It's all going yeah. on internally. You're yeah. so angry, you can't pick a particular thing to talk so, about. So we should do a bit of this because um, Pards hasn't even had his, um, his traditional new manager bounce. No. They've, lost, they've lost recently to Swansea. <laughs> um, they've lost at home to Man United, of course. They couldn't win against Crystal Palace at home. So Pards needs to really take a couple of barrels here. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Pete, well, what do you think about it? It's I Carver involved. Carver's there, isn't he? <laughs> There's your reason. I think the man's a penis. But, um, Carver's maybe, there, isn't maybe, he? I can't believe he's... Uh, he's he, no, he's, he, he's Carver at West Brom. I, I'm not sure, to be honest. I heard Where is the, Carver? I believe he is. Yeah. I heard oh, him on okay. the radio the other day talking about it. Because it was a Pete Donaldson dream team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's assistant head coach to Pardew. That's oh, right. Geez. Sorry, I couldn't remember. I, th- I thought it, I, for some reason I thought he was at Everton with Big Sam. But yeah, we did talk about Carver going there, of course. Birmingham's yeah. a big city with a thriving nightlife. It could be that. It could be finding his feet. Are you confusing John Carver with Sammy Lee? That's disgusting. Marcus. No, I thought you got them both in. <laughs> I, I what a drink like, in that would be. Lads, I've got the keys. I, th- <laughs> I, I think they are quite sort of easy to confuse those two. Yeah. <laughs> really? One of them like, blonde and teethy. Perennial assistants to like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. mid-level managers in England, you know. Give me a Terry McDermott and now we'll talk. Yeah. What a trio. What a let's, triforce. Let's talk John Gorman. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk Chris Hutchinson. I'd rather, Chris Hutchings. I'd rather go north of the border and have Big Archie. Oh, yeah. Now you're talking Not Could to be trusted. Literally with a team. squeeze performances out of players. <laughs> Show at thefootballramble.com for your best long-serving assistant managers. Yeah. And I'll put it out there. I'd, I'd prefer it if they were bad managers. What? That's yeah. much better. Well, that's the Gary Megson model, isn't it? Yeah. The Gary Megson oh, yeah. What about But Brian Kidd, is he not at Man City now? Yeah, of course. Yeah. What a lovely old job. Yeah. What a lovely old job. Brian, he enjoyed he's, the, he's way above that level. But he invo- enjoyed a number of years at Manchester United with Ferguson. Obviously didn't really make it as a manager. I think he was in charge when Blackburn got relegated that time. Mm. He definitely um, managed Blackburn for a while. Yeah, yeah. picked himself up. And now he's at Man City. Do you reckon he gets stick off Man United fans from that? Do you reckon, I don't, like, would enough of them recognise him on a regular I don't know. basis I, don't, I think with that one I think if, if he was if he was uh, really heavily involved you know like if he was doing post-match uh, interviews that kind of thing and was, was in Pep's ear on the sideline and all that kind of stuff I think, I think maybe Pep's got Mikel Arteta as well hasn't he yeah mm. exactly I, th- I think he's just a sort of a general figure in the background speaking, speaking of Spaniards um, the it's bloke, been a while the bloke whose name I always forget and I will not remember at this point because with the show's running and I Carlos do that Rodriguez. Sort of thing. Um, <laughs> yes, Carlos Rodriguez, the assistant to Rafa, who looks like Mike out the young ones. 
Oh, he's oh, a lot of fun. Because yeah. they, they took a, um, a press yeah. shot of him uh, working, and in the background on his computer, tipped his computer, there was a lot of Jodyisms. <laughs> what people there? were meaning Aww. when they were saying certain things because he couldn't understand. I like that. Fantastic. Indeed, yeah. But, I mean, Pards needs a win here. And and against a very out-of-form Stoke side, he might well fancy it. Um, but I, I'm looking at Stoke, and, and, and we've talked about some of their failings this season. And I know they've they've got a couple of big injuries still. Bruno Martins is still out, and then and then Kurt Zuma's uh, injured as well. But I was looking at that Stoke team, and I just thought they shouldn't be down there mm. with the, mm. with some of the quality they have. You know, they've got a few goals in that team. Is, is Stoke West Brom the most fourth match on match of the day ever? Yeah, it's possible. And possibly lower than that. Probably. Possibly later. Oh yeah, yeah. Possibly even later. Which match of the day are you talking about? Oh, my, my match of the day two. Oh, you'd be third or fourth, maybe. <laughs> well, I don't know. It depends, though, because you could game. have a lot of goals in they that game. They mix it up. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that is, yeah. that is a huge game. Also, a, a nil-nil draw with Liverpool, the form they're in, is not to be sniffed at. That true. is true. Um, Stoke are 6-5 to five with Bet365 to beat West Brom at the weekend. So £10 returns, £22, including stake. Yeah. Been the news for West Brom is uh, Ahmed uh, Hegazi has signed a permanent deal. Yeah, he's, been, he's a mm. bit of a colossus, actually. Hegazi. Yeah. I quite like him. He yeah. really takes the game by the scruff of a neck. Yeah. Uh-huh. The um, neck. <laughs> so maybe a neck. Just any neck will do. I think you were, you were quite right. I mean, West Brom, they've drawn four in their last six, so they're picking up the odd point. You know when, when you look at Palace, they're getting a few draws and now they're turning into... If, if you draw win. four out of every six games, you get relegated. Mm, depends <laughs> on what everyone else is doing. That is there. true, actually. Yeah. Straight out. But it's not going to be great, is it? No word for Steve Bold in the assistant manager chat. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. he's, he's, he's been at Arsenal, hasn't he? Pat Rice. I think, Pat I feel, Rice. About Pat but Rice. I, on the Rice. I feel like huh. to truly fit into this category, you need to have done that in a number of clubs. Okay, true. Yeah, you've got to follow a manager. You've got to, a a journeyman, you've got yeah. to follow a manager. Hey, I agree about, with uh, yeah. Bondi. Hang on. Yeah, Bondi. Bondi's. Textbook, absolutely. Kevin Bond, yeah. What about no? Bondy is Haynes Manual. Yeah, he is. Yeah. What about uh, Mike More than a feeling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, he didn't really. I mean, where has he followed? He, he went. He, he went and managed at Hull for for his own, off his own back, didn't he? For a bit. This Steve is Clark, obviously off his own back. What, Steve Clark, what what we've established here, this is a rich vein of chat. <laughs> isn't it? But um, should we do our best bet with Bet Three Six Five? I think we should. Yeah. Okay, we've got someone else in the hot seat, and it's a Christmas hot seat. Oh my goodness! Wow. Pressure, if, a, if it, a Christmas throne. If it were even more possible, Pete, the, a Christmas manger. Yeah. <laughs> if it were even more possible, the pressure's on even more. And today's uh, bet of the week, well, best bet with Bet Three Six Five, I should say, comes from Tom Walker who says, Hi Ramblers, Leicester v Man United will be the first match in the new 7.45 on the Saturday kickoff slot. And for my bet of the week, I'm predicting a Jose Mourinho masterclass. What better way to mark such a momentous occasion on the TV than for Jose to completely kill the mood by masterminding a boring but effective win at the King Power against a Leicester side who saw their good run halted by a loss against Crystal Palace and then a penalty shootout defeat to Manchester City. Therefore, I am proposing for my bet of the week uh, Manchester United to win to nil in the result both teams to score market currently priced at 21 to 10 with your friends at Bet365 meaning a £50 stake will return £155 um, including stake for a great cause Tom's absolutely right with his odds and return £50 will return £155 including stake with all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK you must be over the age of 18 to gamble and do gamble responsibly and for more information go to begambleaware.org imagine if we go into 2018 with a winner a carry-over oh, winner. Oh, it'd be fantastic. That oh. would be good. We, we hope that, uh, that that bet comes in for that man's sake and mm. charity's sake as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Shall we look ahead to the weekend, though? Yeah, I've got a couple of looking ahead to the weekend. I'll be honest, I thought Pete might have a few more emails. So um, no. I've not, um, I've, fine. I've not, I've not overly populated it with uh, looking ahead to the weekend. So maybe you guys can chip in. That's fine. I mean, people are obviously looking forward to Christmas, so it's an obvious thing. Mm. I'm going to a Christmas game on Boxing Day. Oh, yeah, who is I'm that? I'm going to Portsmouth uh, AFC Wimbledon. Oh, that's good. 
who have just been um, fined for refusing to acknowledge MK Dons when they played them. Do you see that? They refused to call <laughs> them MK Dons on the scoreboard. They That's just right. called them NK, and they refused to make any reference to them in the matchday programme. Wow. Nice. I know, right? That's, the, That's the, hard to do. Mm. I know, right? That is pussyfooting around, isn't it? It's the look more Andy Brassel Derby. It is, and, we, and yeah. Andy and I have been to that game together yeah. before at Fratton Park. Uh, Joe Jordan as a number two. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. If you're going to talk about Harry Redknapp number twos, you need to establish mm-hmm. whether it's Bond or Jordan. Yeah. Mm. Or Jim. Harry and Jim. Oh, uh, that was back in the day. Harry and Jim. But Jim Smith's a great manager in his own right. The Bald Eagle's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Clark always takes Steve Watson with him, but now Steve Watson's at Gateshead, which, who I'm going to see on Boxing Day. Yeah. Cool. Oh, Hartley Bill Gates said, "Lovely, love what a what a derby." I think they're still at the uh, the big big stadium. Are you the guest of honour? Is that fiercely <laughs> contested? It must be Hartley Paul Gateshead. Well, they've only recently been able to meet because Hartley got relegated from the league. Eagerly anticipated. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is big. big. Get baby. yourselves down there. Pete, I'll let you into a little secret. When Portsmouth play Southampton for the first time in ages, it doesn't make it a lower key affair. <laughs> <laughs> if you go into that game, sure to look out for Pete. He won't be hard to spot. He'll be the only bloke wearing winkle pickers and uh, tartan trousers. He I will. used to. Uh, I'd imagine. We hope. Yeah. <laughs> I once contested a cross country marathon. Meet in Winkle into school marathon meet at uh, Gateshead Stadium. Did you in Winkle? Pickles, and I yeah. came forty eighth <laughs> out of fifty runners. <laughs> asthma. It's asthma, asthma to be fair. mate. Uh, I, I, well, I was picked. I was good enough to be picked in the first place. You should have Chris Froomed it. <laughs> what, what, what does that mean? Take, Easy. Your, take your salbutamol for uh, oh, your asthma. All right. Oh, right, um, okay. right. Look ahead to the weekend. Here we go. Um, ben Doohan has been in touch. Hello to you, Ben. He says, "I'm looking." What for... you been doing, Ben? <laughs> what are you going to be I doing at the weekend? Never ben? had that before. I'll tell you what he's been doing. He's been selling us a highlight of the week. Looking ahead to the weekend, he says, I'm looking forward to Big Sam and Antonio Conte sitting down for a post-match pint of red. Yeah, with Lee Johnson's bottle of red wine. (laughs) (laughs) I'd I'd like to apologise for that person for um, mocking his name. I wasn't mocking, I was just having fun. I don't like it. I think it's cheap when people take the make out of people's names and also uh, when people ask um, people how tall they are. Dave Shaw says, looking forward to seeing several dejected Santa Claus impersonators in the stands of various grounds around the country yeah. when the teams get beaten. Nothing fills me with Christmas joy more than grown men looking sad in costumes. <laughs> maybe, we'll eat, maybe we'll see somebody like my uh, legendary Fulham spot. Uh, too, many, too grown men eating an entire advent calendar between each other. Yeah, that'd be nice. Although the last yeah. time a, a football fan ate... A few oh, chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very well, but he didn't yeah. have enough. He only had two. Yeah, yeah, he should have finished it all off, shouldn't well, he? By rights, by rights, he should have only had one. Because that's Agreed. how it works. I had um, one of those cheese he calendars. Should, he should have eaten responsibly. And finally, this one from Nathan Rogers saying, um, shout out to big James Tarkowski for having a lovely old time uh, in getting a three-game ban. He wasn't even close to five yellows. So he just stuck a big elbow into Glenn Murray. Have a lovely Christmas, James. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. Yeah. Liverpool are playing four times in 11 days. I know, right? It's mad, yeah. and, I'm, and I know other clubs will have busy fixtures as I've well. said this before, but it's like England saying to Germany, well, not only do we not agree with your yep. winter break, yeah. we're going to do more games. We're going to yeah. ramp it up. <laughs> we're going the other way. Yeah. Let's make a new cup competition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, just for the Christmas. <laughs> two more games. Yeah. The eggnog special. And does anyone think for one second that if, if England had a winter break, all those Premier League teams wouldn't be straight off to the Middle East to America yeah, doing all these, all these well, money spending well, well, do it anyway yeah. in some cases. Well, they yeah. will be off to the Middle East in 2022, presumably. Mm. Qatar World Cup. Indeed. Indeed. Christmas World Cup. Could be. 
Oh, have they decided in November? December? I think they've decided a lot of things, Marcus. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah they, are, they are going to be doing it at Christmas. Let's not. So there'll uh, be uh, a week cleaved off at the start and end, won't it? There so. we are. There we are, ladies and gentlemen. But thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. Concentrating on this Christmas, we hope you have a very, very good one indeed. And of course, we're back on the 28th of December. There will be a ramble in between Christmas and New Year. Something Check it to, out. Uh, Look forward mm, to it. little post-Christmas treat. Yeah. With I'll the turkey sandwiches. Save it for the uh, the New Year's Day matches, if you want. Well, listen to it at a time. Well, no, they can all right, listen I'll to listen it to it at a time. Yeah, yeah, listen back to as many as you can at all times. <laughs> yeah. All right, okay, yeah, that's sorry. That's the company line. Yeah, yeah. And then, you signed the form. And then write a review about it saying we're brilliant. <laughs> yeah. yes. buy, buy laptops specifically to loop them all forever. <laughs> yeah, if you, do, if you do get an iPhone or a, an Android device, uh, do make sure you install the Football Ramble podcast and, and subscribe. And if you don't, We never do this. We never you, tell them to subscribe. Everyone else does. If you don't like Pete, can we still have five stars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's four of us, so what is that? Four and a half? Yeah, it should be that five. Let's go five. Yeah, five. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. There we are, gentlemen. Have a lovely Christmas, everyone. Yes. Have a wonderful Christmas. It's been a bloody pleasure speaking with you in this festive period. Don't forget the 12 rambles of Christmas. Get involved in that. Mm. You've had some, we've had some lovely feedback. Thank you very much for that. If you haven't heard any, then you're a disgrace, quite frankly. Yeah, get in touch. The number one's revealed on Christmas Day. Uh, Christmas Eve. Jesus. Oh, Christmas mm. Eve, sorry. Yeah, so do check that out and go back and listen to the old ones as well if you want. Mm. Mm-hmm. Say goodbye, Jim. Love you. Say happy Christmas, Luke. Um, glad tidings of comfort and joy. Uh, happy Christmas. And a festive message from you, Peter. Uh, Margaret Thatcher. Uh, oh, don't start that. Goodbye. I stopped it. You're back in it. You can do it again. Why did you stop it? Because I thought the show was over. All What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.